0: Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus episode 102, The Importance of the Cinema Experience. Another episode of film focus I'm your host I 55 and I'm glad you decided to join me once again for some film related discussion and yeah I'm back after about seems to be about two and a half months right now I have to apologize for such a long gap I just had a lot of stuff going on in terms of my creativity my uh, personal stuff and just trying to sort out like my, my other like you know creative endeavors I just didn't feel like I was comfortable coming back to the podcast without being 100% so Luckily, over the course of the last like three to four months being in lockdown, I've come up with a few ideas in terms of stuff that I'd want to you know, put out for the podcast that's a little bit more fully formed than some of the other ideas, so hopefully you'll be seeing those over the course of the next few weeks slash months, but yeah, for the time being, let's talk about the main topic of conversation for today, which is the cinema, and the importance of it, why I think it's important, and why I feel like I should just share that with you guys right now. Um, July, which is the month I'm recording this episode in, seems to be the month where there's a lot of people um, making statements online about most of these cinemas coming up. A lot of these companies are sending emails to people who are part of these major chains. Hey, hey, the cinema's back open. Come out, come out. Come see our films. We need money. And I understand that. And there's been a lot of people online freaking out that the cinema's going to be reopening. And granted, I miss the cinema like crazy. I ain't going to front. And since 2020 cancelled pretty much everything, it's been pretty boring just sitting at home, not being able to see a lot of these crazy major releases that I was hoping to see from April onwards. But, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic now. we got to be careful. And I feel like a lot of these places aren't paying attention to the fact that, you know, the pandemic still happened. They're just like, no, no, come back outside. We need your money. And I'm just like, Nah. I don't want to watch a film that badly, imma play the waiting game and see what happens. Now as a lot of you are aware, 2020 has pretty much cancelled all entertainment based events like going to the cinema or going to music gigs, two of my favourite things to do when I have the time. And a number of major films that were supposed to show up in the cinema from April onwards have either been released to streaming or have been delayed to the latter side of this year, latter side of next year or have just been delayed indefinitely. And since going into lockdown around four months ago, it's got me thinking about how much I miss the cinema and the importance of that viewing experience. Now, one could argue how important is the cinematic experience. A lot of us have experienced films outside of the cinema. I would argue that most people have experienced films at home, watching them with our parents, siblings, or other family members on TV or via home media in the form of VHS DVD, Laserdisc, if you're lucky to have one of those, or if you're one of those super young people watching it via Blu-ray or streaming services. The point is, there's many different means of watching films in modern times. Now I know there's been a lot of talk over the years about how we're heading into a digital future. With the number of streaming platforms that are out there and the shorter and shorter window between the cinema and home video releases, a lot of people are seeing the advantages of just staying at home and waiting to buy, rent or in some cases, illegally download and uh, obtain their films. And I don't blame them. They're saving a lot of money on ticket and food prices, and they don't have to deal with those pesky cinema goers who kick chairs, or like look at their phones, or answer the phones while they're there, or making out, or eating all their annoying food, or just being a general punk. And yeah, I can just understand people not wanting to leave their house and just wanting to enjoy their films in their own company and on their own terms. However... I believe there's something lost when you don't see a film on the big screen. There's something quintessential about the cinematic experience, which is almost unexplainable. But after you've done it a few times, you get a taste for it like an addictive drug. You just need to have more of it. So yeah, I'm just attempting to, in this episode, just give you my opinion of why this stuff means a lot to me and why it is important and why you should, you know, just do it because it's fun. Now, I didn't become an avid film goer until about 2008. Now, obviously, I'd watched a plenty of number of films over the years, but 2008 was the year that I really started going to the cinema on a regular basis once I got my Cineworld Unlimited card. Before that, I used to wait for my friends and family to watch certain big releases, and while that was, you know, comfortable for me at the time, I found myself missing so many movies because I ended up waiting for those guys, and then the film, you know went out of the cinema and I never got the chance to see it. I would have started going solo at that point but back then in the mid to late 2000s it was still frowned upon if you went to the cinema on your own. It was just looked at as a sad slash pathetic experience because you had no one else to go with. So that's why I never started going on my own until after I got my uh, Cineworld cup. because at that point I could go whenever I wanted and I was like, you know what, screw this, I'm tired of waiting on people. So I ended up watching some of these films on my own. And that became the primary way I ended up watching a lot of films for the majority of my life going ahead. There's something fun about just being able to watch a film on your own with no interruption from, like, you know, fellow friends and family asking you questions, eating random things, or just, you know, just being interrupted. I don't like being interrupted while I'm watching films, whether I'm in the cinema or at home. That's just a personal thing for me. But that's not to say I don't enjoy having company. Sometimes it's great to have like you know, a group of friends or family to watch things and have that shared experience, but sometimes it's nice just to go on your own. And luckily, in about maybe four years after I started going to this uh, cinema on my own about 2008 to 2012, the perception of going to the cinema on your own had definitely changed amongst a lot of my friends and just the online circles that I happen to follow. So what is it about the cinema that makes it such an interesting, fun and unique experience? I think there's just something unique about it each time you go, whether it be your local cinema or going to a different cinema or in a different town. There's something cool about stepping into a big complex that has a very unique aesthetic. Whether you're regular with the uh, staff that happen to be there, or you happen to know like the certain types of screens that you like to go in, whether they're like you know really big ones or intimate ones, whether they have those reclining seats or just comfortable seats in general. There's just something cool about stepping into a cinema with that nice carpet finding a place to sit whether it be near the front, near the middle, or the back just getting into that nice comfortable position and then watching a film uh... for me and my mates we all tend to go in just around the time that the trailer's starting so we normally tr- like to skip the advertising get to the trailers, especially if there's something good that we want to see whether it's a trailer we've seen before or if it's something that we haven't seen before Experiencing a new trailer in the cinema is way more fun than watching a trailer online. There's just something classic about that. And then when you get to experiences like IMAX, going to IMAX for the first time, bloody hell, is an experience you'll never forget once you've done it the first time. And then if it's a great film, you'll have so much more to appreciate about it, being able to see it on that much of a stupidly big screen. Um, I have numerous stories of like... Uh, the IMAX experiences I've had in Sheffield and London since uh, doing that back in 2011, I believe. Well, that was the first time I went to IMAX. And I can tell you, being with your friends and family, watching that kind of madness on um, a big screen, it never gets old. It's always something you know that sticks with you for a long time. And on top of that, there's certain genres like horrors, comedies, and action films that get... You know, was it enhanced while watching them in the cinema? Emotions feel amplified and heightened. So when there's something sad happening, you're more likely to cry. Or if there's something that's really funny, you're more likely to laugh because there's a crowd around in you, like uh, hyping that whole thing up. Or if there's something that's scary, you're more likely to jump or shout because there's something going on in that kind of capacity. The emotional like uh, heightened state that you get when you're in the cinema with the massive screen and the crazy sound system, it's awesome, it's great, and it just envelops you. You feel like you're part of this magical thing for at least like you know anywhere between an hour and a half to three hours or more. It's great, and for me, especially with comedies, half of those films I would never have found that funny if I was watching them at home. There's something so fun and interesting and unique and random about being in a cinema where you're part of a crowd. Which are laughing together, crying together, gasping together, shouting together. It's all sorts of fun. And there's always that random person or random people out there making random noises that just enhances the experience. Whether there's that one person who laughs for a bit too much. Or there's that one person that's clapping when they shouldn't be clapping. Someone shouting or making some random noise that makes you laugh or makes you just question why the hell you went outside. All of those things contribute to the unique experience of the cinema, which just makes it so fun and interesting and just memorable. And watching some of these films just felt right as a cinema experience first as opposed to watching them at home. It's just very different being able to be in that dark room with that big screen, especially with the surround sound. If you're in a cinema with good sound, oh boy, you can appreciate the editing, the sound mixing, and the film scores a heck of a lot more than if you have like in my case like a not so good like TV setup at home and so now, before I leave, I just wanted to highlight some of the examples of films that I watched in the cinema, which definitely would not have held up in the same kind of way were it not for me seeing them in the cinema first. I've had so many memorable experiences in the cinema which have stayed with me for years. That me and my friends and family still go on about to this day. So, next month is August, and that means it would have been 10 years since Scott Pilgrim vs. The World came out. I remember watching that film with my sister, and I thought that was one of the most hilarious things I'd ever seen in my life. The film still holds up pretty well. I mean, that's the case for most Edgar Wright movies. And this one was just so fun, sporadic, chaotic, and I have not laughed that hard in the cinema for a long ass time. Also another film that showed up in 2010 was Toy Story 3. Now, Toy Story 1 I'd quite liked but Toy Story 2 I'd watched religiously on VHS by the time that Toy Story 3 had come out. And watching that film in the cinema I was going in there being very um, cautious about it because I'm like okay it's been how many years since the last one will you be able to recapture the magic of the original and Pixar made magic. It had the right amount of drama and humor and it had that consistent tone with the first two films but also provided a satisfactory ending at that point to the series with so many amazing moments but primarily the ending which made me cry and yeah is one of the few films that can do that to me um i watched that film three times in the cinema and i shed tears each time when andy gave his toys away to a little girl and drove away in the God, it messes me up every time, man. There's also the Star Wars films. Mainly, I want to talk about three of the Star Wars films I saw in the cinema. So, episode three, Revenge of the Sith, I loved watching that film in the cinema. Now, granted, I understand that the prequels have issues, but as a 15-year-old kid who had, like, you know, looked forward to watching that film for years, I was so hyped to watch that. So, I watched that with at least a good few of my best mates from school. We all went to watch the film. We got like various different forms of food whether it be uh, I think was it chocolate nachos and cheese and I think someone had popcorn and we were just mixing the stuff up Um, everyone goes on about how I was the guy that ate like chocolate with nacho cheese which I said it tastes like chicken and it really did no word of a lie (laughs) but yeah no that and watching the film itself Again, in the cinema, especially that opening fight sequence um, with Obi-Wan and Anakin going up against like uh, those buzz droids and stuff in the midst of that battle, mental. Watching that again in the uh, cinema with the visuals and John Williams' awesome film score, magic. And then there was uh, The Force Awakens, which me and my best mate at the time uh, from college, not college, Judy, um, he, me and him were just hoping for a good movie. And the good thing was, The Force Awakens just felt like, you know, consistent with the original Star Wars. It was just a nice, good, solid film that, like, you know, it gave you a great foundation for, like, you know, building off of that uh, new set of characters. We all know how that, unfortunately, turned out. But at the time, The Force Awakens was such a wonderful experience for me because I'm just like, this isn't crap. This is just fun. It feels good. It feels familiar yet fresh. And I'm liking all these new characters. I'm feeling the new music. And though there are like, you know, a number of issues here and there, that like you can probably pick apart, it's still fun. And that's what I needed. I just needed Star Wars to be fun. And that at the time was the unifying link that we needed. And then there's Rogue One. Rogue One is probably my favorite modern Star Wars experience just because this was this interesting gap between like uh, the original films and the prequels. And there were some nice references to both. But this film felt like the original trilogy, except with the modern visuals. But the sense of scale, the more like a war-like uh, cinematography. The film score was pretty cool. I liked the characters and the Darth Vader sequence. Oh god, there was so much to gush about in that film, especially in the uh, uh, third act. Fabulous. So then you have American Gangster, another film I saw with a bunch of my friends while I was back in college. I think this is because we was on the media course at the time and our tutor at the time, I guess he had sort of swayed us into watching some of these more, um, I'd say, sophisticated kind of films. Because a lot of us going into the course didn't really have like uh, much variety in terms of the genres that we started to watch. But American Gangster, say what you want about that film, but I still like it quite a lot. Really, Scott did well with that film, and it was probably his best film for a good while, up until the time that like The Martian came around, at least for me. The cast was great, and watching that with my friends um, is one of the experiences that me and the guys have kept with us for years. And then there's the numerous Marvel films I've seen in the cinema, which, again, have brought me all sorts of joy. Iron Man, back in 2008, one of the best experiences of my life, because... It showed me that this character could be more than just, you know, this C-slash-D-list character that I never really gave a monkey's about until Marvel Ultimate Alliance and, you know, the MCU brought him to my attention. And um, then you have other films like The Avengers, one of the best experiences of my life because me and my friend attempted to watch all five of the previous films the night beforehand. We made it about three and a half films in and then fell asleep during Captain America The First Avenger. Actually, no, 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 that's right. We fell asleep during Thor and then woke up during the last part of First Avenger. Skip uni to watch uh, Avengers in the cinema and it was great. That was a good time. Watching the Avengers Infinity War in IMAX with my sister, which was the best because everybody just didn't even know what was going on. There was so much like uh, darkness and death and unexpected things in the way in which that film ended. Oh, the silence after Thanos just sat down and was just chilling in his little garden. Good God. That was a moment I'll never forget. And obviously, Avengers Endgame, uh, minus spoilers if you haven't seen the film yet, but you know, the film's over a year old now. Seeing the sequence with Cap getting the hammer, the most hype I've ever felt in the cinema for ages and then the scene with the portals where i felt like i was having a heart attack because everything was happening with the music and the characters and the scale of everything bloody hell mental um on top of that you have the other films i've seen in imax which were of no seeing tron legacy which was my first film in imax in the uh cinema which was oh so good I still remember watching the light cycle battle sequence with the Daft Punk music in the background looking all over the screen because we were sat sort of in the middle so I didn't have like the full spectrum of the cinema to look at. But I remember it just being one of the most amazing things I saw um, back in January 2011. And Gravity, good god. As someone who has a fear of dying in space if that ever did happen, that film did not help. I felt completely uneasy, tense, and while I appreciated the visuals, the great soundtrack, that film really did make you feel like the um, nervousness and uncomfortable nature of space, you know what I mean? And that film was well executed and made for IMAX. It looked stellar. And finally, the uh, last experience I'm going to leave you with is the last film I saw in the cinema, which was The Invisible Man. It was just a nice spin on the original format, and there was some cool revelations that happened. But more so than that, watching that film with the audience that we had was fabulous. There were a number of people who were freaking out at numerous points in the film, whether they were shouting, screaming, jumping, or just making other random comments that made us laugh, but it just made the experience so much more fun. It's, It's hard to describe, but you know what it's like when you've been to the cinema enough time. And there's a moment in the cinema, which I will remember in that film for a while. And it's a scene from the trailer, so it's not technically a spoiler. But Elizabeth Moss goes out of the house, checking to see if there's anybody outside. And as she's looking outside, she blows some air out of her mouth. And obviously it says it's cold. You can see the air and like a little smokiness. But then you see that there's a little uh, air blowing right next door to her. So you realize that the Invisible Man is right next door to her. And there was this one guy in the cinema who was just like, oh my God, it was the best. I was dying. So many of these people kept making noise during these jump like, uh, jump scares or these other moments of tension. It's just like, you guys are making my experience, man. I will never forget this for the rest of my life. Besides The Invisible Man, like 1917 is another film that I saw this year, which definitely would not have been nearly as great had I not seen it in cinema. That film, with the cinematography, the way in which it was stylized, the action and the film score from Thomas freaking Newman, that was magic to me. That is movie magic. That is experiencing the exact feelings that make the cinematic experience for me quintessential. So to summarize, the cinematic experience is important just because there's something fun, unique, and exciting about it because especially if you haven't looked into the film that you're watching but you have an interest in it, there's always that element that you may not enjoy but then there's also that element that you might enjoy it more so than you expected. And because of the combination of watching it with like-minded people in the dark with a really big screen, good sound, and hopefully comfortable chairs, it changes the experience from being something, you know, good to being something great. Sure, you'll have bad days in the cinema, everybody does, but there's those moments where you'll experience sheer bliss and satisfaction in the cinema which cannot be replicated at home. So, yeah, man. If you're one of the people that's sort of given up on the cinema, if you can find one that's within, like, you know, a decent price range or you can get a matinee, try it out, man. It's still the best way to watch these films when they come out, like, you know, at least new releases. Or, you know, classic releases, like when I watch Back to the Future or Jurassic Park. So, yeah, I mean, just go out and do it if you haven't done it already and just, you know, support your local cinemas Check that stuff out. Try out IMAX because if you haven't done that before, believe me, you'll enjoy it. It's so big and wonderful and crazy. And when all this crazy pandemic stuff, like, you know, eases up or just, you know, gets lost completely, I look forward to going back to the cinema and doing this whole thing again. But anyway, it's time for me to stop rambling and uh, shut it down. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen, as always. And if you have any experiences from the cinema that you'd like to share, drop them in the comment section below or holler at me in the email form, which is hypersonic 555 at gmail.com, or find me on Twitter where I am at filmfocus55 or at hypersonic55, and yeah man, hopefully again, we will be seeing a lot more of each other in the coming weeks, so look forward to the next episode when it comes, until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the hypersonic55, signing out, peace.